0: Welcome to another episode of the Beck Lover Podcast where you might learn a thing or two about life. Obviously we all have Israel and Palestine on our mind. It's such a horrible thing that's playing out once again in history right in front of our eyes. Today I want to cover a few more things and hopefully try to understand something that's honestly very hard to understand, very hard to process. First and foremost... I never condone or justify violence. Ever. Only if you're defending yourself, and even when you're doing that, you don't have the right to kill women or children. Period. Under no circumstance, under no condition. And we all saw what Hamas did in the videos and all the stuff that's online, but we're also watching Gaza being leveled with missiles. And an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, and the wise words of Mahatma Gandhi. And as an American, I was born and raised in this country, and I've had the privilege of living in New York City where I've been able to become friends with Palestinians and Israelis. I have family of Jewish descent, and I'm proud to come from... My origins are from the country of Albania, a predominantly Muslim country, but we have all religions there. Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Orthodox, Shia. And we've been a great role model to the rest of the world, and especially in Europe where even different Christian groups have killed each other throughout history, and Albanians have never killed each other over religion. And we're one of the most tolerant nations in the world with people practicing their faith. We believe it's between them and God. But this is not about Albania. Even though we were the only country in Europe to save all the Jews that came from the concentration camps, that came from Nazi Germany and all over Europe, where they had nowhere to run and hide, nowhere to be safe, nowhere that they could find hope, they came to Albania because they were people in need and they were suffering. And I'm proud of my nation for taking them in. Today they estimate there's up to 150,000 Jews alive today from the ancestors of the ones that we saved back during World War II. But today we try to make sense of something that seems so senseless. And the problem we have in today's world is that most people don't know a fucking thing about what they talk about. They see a couple of videos on YouTube or Instagram and then they think they're an expert in a subject. Most people can't even tell you the capital city in the 50 states that we have, let alone tell you the history past yesterday and what happened with Hamas in Israel and the Palestinian territories. But they want to tell you now who's right or who's wrong. Well, I'm going to tell you who's right and wrong. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong, they're both wrong, they're both right, they're both wrong, they're both right. There are just some anomalies in history that become difficult to decipher and people feel like they need to pick a side. And the truth is, I don't pick either side, I pick humanity. I pick peace. Both sides want to wipe the other one out push each other out. If we look at it historically, and we'll get into that a little bit today, they both were there in ancient times. The Israelites, the Philistines, they both lived in that region since before Christ. So people want to look back at a history of two people that have lived in that region for thousands of years and then figure it out in two seconds. And that's not fair. But we are ever, ever closer to a worldwide conflict. Iran is a pretty big nation, allied with Russia and other people. Israel's already saying that they're responsible indirectly for this or directly. This could lead to a cross-border conflict of epic proportions. I'm going to get into that a little bit today. And I'm going to get into the biggest joke ever. The United Nations. A building that does shit for the world. Nothing. Do you think ethnic cleansing will happen now that Israel has declared war on the Palestinians? Will they push them completely out of the Gaza? I don't know. And is the media one-sided? Does it only show one side over the other what is your opinion i'd love to hear it in the comments since it's such a debatable subject at the moment i'd like to hear what your perspective is do you think that the media has been fair to the palestinian uh, cause or is it biased more towards israel can there be a fair solution i don't know but i'm going to give you one idea that i have in a little bit so stay tuned and make sure that you hit subscribe and check out all my other content, which I'm pretty much releasing every day. First and foremost, for anyone to say it's their ancient homeland, it's their ancient homeland. Where you were two, 3,000 years ago doesn't mean you are today. Countries didn't even exist that exist today. Czech Republic, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, countries and nations change names all the time. Sometimes even the population changes completely because wars happen, ethnic cleansing, genocide. This is not a simple, I stand with this one or I stand with that one. It's really not fair. And what boggles my mind is how little people even know or how much time they even take to even try to understand how these two sides have been going at it for over 70 years that we know of, maybe even longer than that. All we can talk about is what we know We know that at one time this was the ancient homeland to both of them. If we look at a map from the 9th century BCE, we can see the kingdom of Israel and we can see the Philistine states here in red right to the south of the kingdom of Israel. So these people have lived side by side for thousands of years. To say that one or the other doesn't have the right to be in that region, historically at least, would be a lie. They both can claim ancient residence in that area. Throughout history, Jews fled all over the world through Europe. They were chased out, and the population there obviously dwindled dramatically, and a lot of Jews ended up in Europe and across the world. Where do we got to this point where we are today is, this was controlled under the Ottoman Empire for a long time, then World War I started, the Ottoman Empire collapsed, and then World War II led to the creation of the modern state of Israel. Not the ancient one, not the one where you, you know your ancient, 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 ancient ancestors lived, like the modern one. And to deny that there wasn't a much larger Palestinian population before the creation of the state of Israel would be unfactually true, guys. You had wars, you had conflicts, and that's how we got to where we are. Who am I mad at? I'm mad at the United Nations. I'm not mad at the Israelis. They had nowhere to fucking go. They just came out of World War II. Everyone kicked them out, treated them like animals. But that's not the Palestinians' fault. And they were living there. And they were about 90% of the population. Um. It says here that in 1917, World War I, there was the Balfour Declaration. These are terms that you guys should be familiar with. If you're not, you have no right to discuss the topic. You don't even know the basics. You don't know when the state started, how it came about, how many people were living there and then pushed out and what happened. So, like, there's no good side here in that aspect. And for us to not be fair would not be true to the conflict. In any event, the United Nations took control from the British And in 1948, Israel was created and recognized in 1949 by the United Nations as a sovereign nation. From the time period between the British Mandate of Palestine, as it was called, right, it was called the Palestinian Mandate under British rule, to when the United Nations looked over it, you had a mass exodus of Palestinians that were forced out um, during that time period, and they call it the Nakba. Is how they say it, which is where they lost about seven hundred and fifty thousand, seven hundred thousand, um, of their people were expelled or fled from advancing Israeli forces during the conflict. So. Basically, state of Israel gets created. After a year of fighting, a ceasefire was declared. Temporary borders were thrown up because they're all over the place. They were literally next-door neighbors to each other. They got along for a brief time period right after World War II. The UN estimated that more than 700,000 Palestinians were expelled or fled from advancing Israeli forces. Some 156,000 remained and became Arab citizens, citizens of Israel. Israel was amid, admitted into the UN on uh, May 11, 1949. This is on Wikipedia, guys. This is not me making this stuff up. This is the history that's on Wikipedia. You should always question where you get information from. If I get it from an Israeli, they're going to be biased. If I get it from a Palestinian, they're going to be biased. We need to try to find reasonable voices that can tell the true story of what happened between these two people. But I'm someone that likes to do mathematics. If 700,000 were pushed out, they didn't leave because they wanted to. Yes, there was violence back and forth, but this problem is a lot more complicated than all of you that are watching this shit going, I stand with this one, and I stand with that one. I think we can all stand against unnecessary violence, which targets civilians, whether you're an Israeli dropping bombs on apartment buildings. There's plenty of videos of that. Or you're a Palestinian under the flag of Hamas driving into uh, Israeli areas and just blowing their brains out and cutting their throats. I think we can all stand against... This violence, this type of disgusting behavior towards one another. Two cousins, nonetheless, the Israelites and the Arabs. Both believe in God. One in Hebrew calls it Ilah. The Arabs call it Allah. Ilah, Elohim. Allah, same word. Hebrews say Shalom, means peace. Arabs say Salam. Cousins, both Semitic both Semitic speaking. And for us to be here and to watch this shit playing out and to point fingers back and forth and try to act like one or other is right or wrong, everybody's wrong. All three religions believe in the Ten Commandments. All three religions have Moses in their books. And all three religions say, thou shalt not kill But I blame the United Nations for this disaster. The United Nations just really doesn't do anything positive for the world. They're the ones that created the state. They allowed it. They recognized it. They left the Palestinian problem on the side. Fuck them, I guess. They don't deserve nothing. You should have just made two states from the beginning. This would have all been avoided. They already had violence. 700,000 of them left. And I'm not saying it's fair if you're Palestinian. But at this point, you guys got screwed anyway. But I'm blaming the United Nations for this. I'm blaming the world governments that swept it all under the rug and now acts like one side is right and one side's wrong. No, fuck that. Everybody's wrong. As somebody that lost his family in war, I can tell you, nobody wins. I lost 30 people in my family during the Kosovo War. I promise you those soldiers that pulled the trigger, they had to live with that the rest of their lives. But what's even worse is they're going to have to face God one day. So if you're an Israeli, I would think about that. And don't think it's justified. And if you're a Palestinian and you think you can kill women and children and go into the next life as a Muslim, no, I got a newsflash for you. You're probably going to hell. There's rules to combat. There's rules to warfare. There's ethics even in that. Nobody wins in war. Nobody. And the fact that we might be going to war with Iran because of this, the political reports, Israeli diplomats draw a clear link to Iran and Hamas. They're already pointing the fingers, Hamas, Hamas, Iran, 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 Iran. We can't afford any more wars, Americans. We've given trillions of dollars, including to Israel. We made them one of the most powerful militaries in the world. Powerful beyond measure. Nuclear, some say. And Afghanistan and Iraq and we destabilized Syria and all these other countries and millions of people are dead, but they're all the bad guys. We went into Iraq with no weapons of mass destruction. Millions of Iraqis are dead. I didn't like Saddam Hussein, but you guys fucking loved him. Donald Rumsfeld was hugging him in the 80s when you were making them fight the Iranians. Of which, by the way, every time we look at Iran like they're an evil country, it came out in the last year that it was the CIA that basically led to the Islamic Revolution, which is why this dictatorship is in power there that beats women and kills them if they don't even cover their heads. Which we saw massive protests last year in Iran. We're the reason they're in power. So you as an American that want to comment, Israel, Palestine, Israel, you should be mad at your own leaders. How many other Irans did we create around the world? How many other dictators did we put in place? How many wars have we started? We have blood in our hands. We're all guilty for this. I don't even blame the Israelis or the Palestinians. Where were were the Jews going to go? Nobody wanted them. And where were the Palestinians going to go? Because the Jews wanted their land. That they were living on. And now you have two desperate people that are going to do desperate things. Like kill each other. Because we failed. As a family of the humans. As a human family. We failed. We have failed. We're in the year 2023 and we still got to see pictures of babies being blown up. Women being killed. In the year 2023. I lost my family in war. I never once blamed Christianity for it. My family was murdered by quote-unquote orthodox Christian Serbs. They were not Christian in my opinion. And if you can blow up a car or a building and take your own life and say it's the name of Allah, I got a newsflash for you. You're not a Muslim. And if you can blow someone up out of a fighter jet and throw a missile on them because some asshole in a suit tells you to while he's flying around in a jet jet eating the best dinners in the world while our country crumbles, I got a newsflash for you. You're not a Christian. And if you can ride in a tank into Gaza and blow up buildings with civilians in them, even if there's one terrorist inside, you're not Jewish. You're going to answer, all of you are going to answer to God, Ten Commandments. He said, if you idiots can't remember nothing, remember these ten rules. Thou shall not kill. The problem is not religion. The problem is the same problem we have in every capacity of our lives and world and work. Ignorance. It's a lack of religion. People following and understanding their religions. That you don't have the right to take another life if you believe in the God of Abraham, which all three religions do. And even if you're the one that's in defense because you're being attacked and you have a right to defend your life, You don't have the right to transgress beyond what is appropriate violence, meaning civilians, meaning women and children, meaning maybe you shouldn't starve them to death because not that entire population was Hamas and trying to kill everyone. You're creating a humanitarian catastrophe. No water, no power, no food, and we're all supposed to sit back and act like this is normal? This problem was created by the UN. How come they don't send peacekeepers in? The United Nations goes all over the world on peacekeeping missions, yet they have they can't go to Israel and monitor and make sure there's no atrocities being committed and make sure that the Geneva Con- Conventions are not being violated. Where is the United Nations? They're a fucking joke. The same United Nations that allowed 8,000 Bosnians to be massacred in a safe zone look it up it's called Serbenica they failed Israel and Palestine they have failed the world they have failed us you couldn't set it up the right way maybe you can finish it the right maybe you separate these two back to the borders that they should have had give them each an equal amount of land and say you know what now both of you shut the fuck up because this is disgusting you can't deny that they were living there. You pushed them out. You can't deny that you guys did this. I mean, when are we going to be fair and assess? And then people say, well, there's other Arabs countries that they can live in. They've been living there since before Christ. That's like me saying, well, you live in New York. You should go move to Texas. But I'm a New Yorker. I've always lived in New York. Well, I don't give a fuck. And, that, and, and asking them to go live with other Arabs. Fucking Arabs have been killing each other. All these different countries, Syria, Iraq, Yemen, they are clan people, tribal. They're not nations, tribal. They don't consider themselves one nation. They're tribes, clans. It's been their biggest problem throughout history, actually. It was actually Islam that united them and made them forget about their clans and all that stuff. So it's because they've forgotten that, that they've gotten into the problems that they have now. With nationalism, divide and conquer. Divide, conquer. You're not an Arab, you're a Moroccan. You're not an Arab, you're an Egyptian. You're not an Arab, you're a Yemeni. So it is what it is, guys. My bottom line is this is a horrific situation. What's been going on is heartbreaking. I feel for both sides. I have family and friends on both sides, and it saddens my heart to see this shit going on and what is supposed to be some of the holiest land on the face of the planet. the place where Jesus Christ walked, the place where Muhammad rose, the place where all the prophets visited or cared to visit. Holy Jerusalem is drenched in blood yet again. Are we entering Armageddon? I do not know. All I know is I pray for peace. We failed all these people. We should be protesting in front of the United Nations together to send peacekeepers to, the, to Israel to monitor both sides and to help institute a fair solution once and for all. <coughs> this is a special recording of the Beck Lover podcast where I'm just basically venting. I'm very upset. I, I've seen some very disturbing pictures on both sides. And my heart goes out to the Israelis, my heart goes out to the Palestinians, my heart goes out to any human being that is caught between two sides going to war, like my family lost their lives in 1998 in the Kosovo War when a brutal regime decided to crack down on them and a lot of people died. I hope that we can find a way. This is the Beck Lover Podcast. Check out... The next episode. Ex-lubber. 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 Ex-lubber.